Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Well, let's welcome Omar Ramaru, who's Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman. We are talking World Consumer Rights Day, which is commemorated and celebrated today. Omar, always such a great pleasure having you on the Late Night Conversations. Good evening. Thank you so much. Good evening and to the listeners of FAFM. I'm sure uh, today is a day that you and your colleagues were celebrating the wins that, uh, you know, you have achieved when it comes to protecting the rights of consumers. Perhaps tell us what uh, you were up to. Indeed. Uh, actually, the activation this year was around KZN. We are currently in KZN. That is that as the chosen province to do the activation of the celebration and commemorating this day. Uh, this day has been celebrated globally, the 15th of March, for consumer rights. So we are privileged and we are thankful for SAFM to give us this platform to also remind the consumers of their rights through this piece of legislation, Consumer Protection Act. So the theme for this year, we are saying sustainable consumption, sustainable consumer. What are we buying? And after buying, how do we dispose these products? Is it right for us as consumers? Is it right for the environment? The expired goods, how are they disposed? And if we are not taking them back to the store, how are we disposing them at home? Are we just throwing them in the open space? Are they right for the environment? That was the education around sustainable consumption, sustainable consumer. And Mm -hmm. over and above that, we are saying, know your rights and be responsible as a consumer. Now, as a consumer body, right, have you over the years seen a change in consumers' behaviors, I mean, especially because you are always giving out all this education to consumers? Slightly, I must say that we are giving the footprint, we are there on the ground educating the vulnerable and the disadvantaged to know their rights. But I must say it's concerning. SAFM listeners, that we, we are seeing a repetition of acts. Let me expand on that. You know, if you say um, you have done a mistake before, you didn't know. And now we are really trying to bring education to you. But following that, you are still doing the same mistake. Typical one. We are seeing consumers still paying cash upfront for a service that they haven't seen. It's really alarming. You want to renovate your kitchen, you know, and you get someone who's going to quote you an estimate of 30000 Then you get a bonus or somehow you've got money. You give that person all the money up front before you can even see a material or any kind of groundwork 
Why are we doing that as consumers? We are still doing that. We cannot do that. Why are we trusting somebody with our hard-earned money than trusting ourselves? Because those are the feedbacks that we are getting. Why did you give this money the money? Because I thought I'm going to use it. So are you saying you are trusting the person with your money than yourself? You know your goals. You know the project that you want to achieve. But you decide to give this person your money. And you forget as a consumer that this person also has problems. He can be or she can be a service provider, but they also have problems. When they see you just giving them that money, they decide to patch up their problems. And they believe and hope that Oma or second person will come. And then I will use Oma's money to fund that other project. Do you want to live like that? We have the power to stop that as consumers. That's what we are advocating. Mm. So consumers are still very very gullible, are still very naive. Um, but why is it important that we make sure, Oma, that consumers know their rights? So that we can make informed decisions. And how do we make informed decisions when we are knowledgeable? We believe that knowledge is power. Hence, we have these activations and campaigns to educate consumers. We believe that when you are empowered with knowledge, you are able to speak back. You are able to identify that this cannot be right. This I must question. And all that we are saying as consumers, if something, something sounds too good to be true, just run away. It is probably not good. Run away. And if maybe you are still hesitant, you are doubtful, probe, ask questions. We are finding consumers, given the complaints that we receive at the Ombuds office, that consumers are not asking questions. We are, when we ask consumers, why did you engage in this? I believed the same person. Can we not just take the word for the same person? Can we read? Can we ask for terms and conditions so that we can read ourselves? We've seen that salesperson, it has been proven that they can sell you a coffee machine and they say it can make coffee and ice cream. Where has a coffee machine make an ice cream? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So, so yes. it, 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 we do face a lot of things. I'm going to share an experience, and I'm hoping A-teamers are going to share their consumer experience and how they stood up for their rights. Please do so. Let us know how you were able to stand up for your rights. Um, I remember buying a washing machine at a particular secondhand store because... They told me it was not secondhand. Uh, the store sells both refurbished, new, and secondhand. And they told me it was new. So when I got there, there was still wrapping around it, bought it. Hey, boo. When I got home, machine, start appel. Hey, the machine, yes, start. Where home? Machine, mm. wash. Machine is just making a noise. It's not moving, nothing. Mm. The very next day, because I didn't, opt, they didn't have a delivery option. I had to mm. pay a game uh, to take it back. And when I got mm. there, I had my game face on. I had my receipt mm. in my hand. And mm. I was like, listen, 
I'm bringing this back. No, no, no. Our policy says that you need for, uh, to allow us uh, to uh, investigate uh, so we can repair. Mm. And I said, no. Mm. I read the terms and conditions yesterday. Mm. I specifically asked. You say that within uh, 14 days, I can return it for a full exchange. Um, mm. And the lady was then, oh, no, no, quickly. Um, uh, we can't exchange, but we can give you another one. I said, no. Can't trust you. I don't want another one. Mm. I want the full exchange. I even highlighted. Mm. I was like, it says it here on your receipt. It's mm. less than 24 hours. Oh, my goodness. To say much would uh, be waste of time. But I got my refund. I got my refund. And trust you me, that particular store, in that store, because I know that there's, you know, people are not trustworthy. But then there are other consumers who might have the same experience and they get told, no, we're going to repair. And the repair can take anything up to three to six months. And now you're without a machine and without your money. You know, I like your example. There are so many facts of the legislation in your example. Number one, Second-hand goods, as much as nothing has been disclosed to you, you qualify for what has been stated in the law as you are buying a new product. The reason why, if they didn't say anything upfront that this washing machine, just know that the drum doesn't work. If they didn't disclose that information to you, you are buying something that is going to be working at home as new. And if anything goes wrong, like yours did, you had all the rights. I'm glad that you were able to read the terms and conditions. And I would like to emphasize that tonight, that can we read the terms and conditions? Because we will have the ground when we approach that business. So when you buy a second-hand good, as long as it's not disclosed that there's something wrong with the product, to you, it's as good as new. And the law backs you up. You qualify for the warranty and guarantee that comes automated with the law for that product. So it was good for you to do that. And the other thing, you, you, you will ask yourself, maybe I qualify for a repair because it's a second hand. No. The law is very clear. Consumer Protection Act is very clear that if the product you've purchased within six months from the date of purchase is not performing, it's failing to perform, you have the right to go back to the store and you have the right to three hours. It says the three hours is a refund, a replacement, or a repair. But the law goes further to subsection B to say, it is up to the consumer's choice, option, what do you want? But obviously, like you are saying, the business will come up front and say, we'll repay. But if it's within six months, you have the right to choose. Can I get my money back? I'm just enough. I thought I'll do my laundry, but this machine is failing me. Can I get my money back? I thought I'll do my, my, my laundry, but this machine is failing me. Can I get a new machine to replace? So it's up to your choice. The law allows you. Mm. So I'm happy that you have given that example because it's just embracing everything that comes within the law. 
And I'm glad that the law stands up for us, but it's also our rights as consumers and our responsibilities um, to, to stand up for ourselves. Because if we don't, some of these uh, retail outlets, yo, they can be unscrupulous. Let's go to this voice note. Good afternoon, Patricia, the team and your guest. I want to know what avenue is available as it pertains to predatory lending. Because I'm thinking now that when I was in university, I was, uh, you know, the salespersons allowed to open up uh, store credit cards. And I'm thinking I only had only the my fair money and my lunch money. There was no income that I was deriving anyway, besides that which was for transportation and for food, book allowance and for tuition. And I feel like I should not have been allowed to open those cards. So what is the recourse that's available? Uh, this is Nikita from Kabecha. You, Nikita, you're bringing up something that is very serious, very serious. Um, yeah, I remember those days where everyone was coercing adversity for us to open accounts. Resist, resist, resist. But yeah, what, what recourse uh, does Nikita and other people, um, what do they have as a recourse? Patricia and the guests, the law of South Africa says when you are 18, you are accountable. You know, that is where... We, it draws the line. That's why today you find a student are able to open gym accounts and cell phone contracts. It's there, you know. So our thing is that as consumers, you need to understand because now they they know. You know the businesses know that the students also have an allowance of nafsas and all that. So when you sign up a gym contract and whatnot you are liable. And unfortunately, if we ignore those things, they are going to give us a negative score at the credit bureau, and etc. So we need to understand that once we put our signature, we are saying we understand and we are accepting. We are always educating consumers that if we do not read and if we feel that we are still maintained by parents, can we consult with the parents if we can take up this contract? Because once that signature is there, you are saying, I understand and I acknowledge. And for us as consumer bodies to take out that signature is going to be very difficult. So we need to take note of that. However, if uh, the caller has a negative uh, listing with the credit scores, they can consult the credit ombudsman if they're to assist. But it's going to be difficult because the credit ombudsman, they assist with the unfair blacklisting. But in this regard, if there's a signature, how do we say it's an unfair blacklisting? Thank you, Patricia. Well, that makes perfect sense. I'm going to go to the lines uh, with uh, Anonymous, A-Team Anonymous. Good evening. Good evening, Anonymous. All right, seems anonymous. Not too much airtime. Good evening, anonymous. You're shouting at me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking to Benzito. All right, good evening. <laughs> I told him I don't have too much airtime. Um, good evening to you, Patricia, and good evening to your guest. Oh, my, such an efficient lady when I called her. She was so willing to help me, but I was the inefficient one. 
Right, so I didn't uh, send some of my documents to date, but I will do so. Uh, I just want to say, you know, you were talking about uh, uh, people delivering, you know, about uh, 40 items and, you know, refundable. When I bought an item, and it was, I never buy an item where they deliver at night. Because uh, the one uh, uh, problem is, if they deliver at night, then you can't see the problem, you can't see the dense and all efficiently with the, with the night light. You know, mm. always buy an item during the day and always ask them to deliver during, uh, during the day. Because I bought a fridge and it was full of dents all over the shop. And I sent it back and they gave me 600 rand short. So I asked them why is 600 rand short. They told me telephonically they're giving me this amount and not the amount that I purchased the fridge for cash, the freezer. Then I sent the freezer back, and they said, no, they're going to give me. I said, no, you give me the full amount. That's what I paid. Otherwise, I will go to your regional manager and speak to your regional manager and ask him to stop the problem out of you, you people. Because you are lying. You are paid to lie, and you are paid to steal from the public, which is not good what you're doing. You can't sell junk and expect the public to buy junk. Mm. And they finally refunded the 600 on a separate envelope. <laughs> Way to go. You had your game face on, Anonymous. Thank you for okay, calling thank in. Thank you. Um, Omar, I'm not the only one with the game face, uh, but uh, our A-teamers know what their rights are, and they know how to stand up for them. Patricia, you know, <laughs> it's so disappointing to hear that the businesses are just saying this is it. You know, the law says if you did not get a reasonable time to inspect what you have accepted, you've got 10 days to go back to the supplier. So can we exercise that 10 days? Because these goods were delivered at night. I couldn't inspect if they are in good order, but it's delivery. What can I do? But in the morning, I realized that this order is not good. Then I must report 10 days as per law to report if the goods were not received in good order. Mm. And uh, here's a message here from... uh King Said Nazi, listening from Midrand, says, majority of us as the consumers, we don't read when we purchase the item. We just take and go. I did it so many times and I threw the slips away. I know Mm. that feeling. And now you want to return and you can't. Hey. It's a difficult one, Patricia, you know, because as much as we say read, 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 but you still get those um, stores. The jargon is complicated of the contracts. You don't have the time. They make you feel like you are compelled to sign there and there. But we are saying you are allowed by law to ask for that contract. Take it home and read it in your comfort space. Come back tomorrow. Highlight where you do not understand. Seek clarity. But for some reason, as consumers, we feel that we owe this to the businesses to just sign and accept. We don't. This is our money that we've worked for. Can we give them a run for that money as businesses? Because as much as you need the item, they need you. Without you, they cannot run. So Mm. we are saying this law came for both parties. Consumers to have a voice, 
businesses to be obligated to customer centricity. So can we then speak back to get value for our money? So let's read, take the contract home, read it and go back. So we are allowed to do that as consumers. Oh my, there's a consumer group that I'd like us to look into, and I don't know if it's part of your um, your daily dealings at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud, but those who are purchasing properties, mm, they purchase properties and only to find out uh, once they've moved in that there's so many faults that were hidden with paint, cracks, uh, you know, so many wrong things, leaks that were hidden, not disclosed in the disclosure that was signed. How can a consumer who has bought such a big asset um, mm. manage such a challenge? Indeed. It's not within our scope of work, but fortunately, in South Africa, every uh, space, they have their assigned office where you can raise your complaints. So for properties, new properties, and you are not happy, you are identifying tracks like you're saying, National Home Builders Registration Council, NHBRC, they are there to assist, to mediate your dissatisfaction. So let's approach them because it is assumed that every developer or a contractor, they are registered with the National Home Builders Registration. So that office is there to mediate any dispute that arises in that regard. So but, please. But if it's not a brand new them. home, then what? If Who it's a renovation. If, if it's not a brand new home, so you're saying homes that have been built, but if it's not a brand new home. You are renovating, you've got a service provider, if I can just understand that, then you you, 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 you deploy the service provider who's going to renovate your home, but then you discover there's uh, dissatisfaction. Yes, in that instance, who can you go to? Then it's the consumer goods and services ombud and then if to mediate the matter because mm. it's services related. Mm. Yes. And then yes. if it's a case that you are buying a house that someone lived in before and they've concealed. Then the NHBRC will come to play in that regard because you are buying a house. So obviously it's not your opinion to say you are satisfied. You could have got some some professional to come and assess the house. So NHBRC will be the right office to do that. All we right. only come in when you are extending. It's an extension or renovation. Then it's a service uh, issue. Then the CGSO will come to play in that regard. So consumers always have a place to go. And for those who have purchased cars, where do they go if they've got uh, issues as consumers? Yeah, cars, Patricia. <laughs> there is an ombud. It's called Motor Industry Ombudsman. They are based in Pretoria. So any re- if vehicle issues, then you will approach the ombud. It can be your your bicycle, your a generator, you will go to the ombud. Anything that is oil or a, a fuel related, mm-hmm. you will go to the motor industry ombudsman. They are there to assist. 
so like you said, there is offices that are set up to assist consumers in this regard. And these offices, they are set up to assist with no charge. So, Omar, Omar, for consumers who require assistance, how do they get in touch with you at the Consumer Goods and uh, Service Ombud? We are available on the call center number, which is 086-00-00-272. And we are cognizant that most consumers they don't know what falls within our jurisdiction so if you are just in the midst of anything call us and then we will assess your complaint and direct you to the relevant office and as i said our services are free of charge and if you are unable to contact us you can go to our website www.cgso dot org dot za and we are also present on social media platforms as consumer goods and services ombud excellent omar always such a great pleasure thank you very much for joining us thank you pat and the safm listeners hey teamers it's 11 o'clock let's go straight to greg host with the final news bulletin